Hello and welcome to the eighth episode of the 13 to 19 podcast with me, Dina Hassanin, and today I am joined by Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello, how are you doing? You good? I'm good, thank you. Thanks Wicked. for arriving on time. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, today's episode is, I actually haven't got a name for it yet, I'll probably come up with it after we talk, but today I want to talk about how not everyone's home life and personal life is as easy or... Um, as comfortable as some people's and how really you're you're going to be tested in life in all sorts of different ways and it's just about developing a strong mental attitude and wanting to get out of what you're in and make changes I always say everything's going to be okay and of course after a while things will be but there's also a certain level of responsibility and also needing to just power through Sean tell me about your experiences in secondary school how was it for you well, in secondary school, I mean, to be honest, I was actually ahead of all my classes. Really? Yeah, I was. Cool. And I got kicked out of school. So, <clears throat> for me, it was a thing of like, I felt abandoned. Like, you lot could see that I was ahead of my maths, my English. GMVQ, Leisure and Tourism was a thing at the time. It was mm. just the first year it came out. And fair enough, I was a bit boisterous, but who isn't? Mm. Yeah. And they kicked me out. Kicked me out at year 10. Wow. Honestly, I will never forget that day because I got brought in. My mum came into the meeting and everything. They, ex- <laughs> they expelled us. Well, they expelled me from the thing. Uh, my mum literally slapped me across the whole playground in front of everyone. Mm. And I remember getting into the car and my mum saying, can you swear on here? Oh yeah, go for it. Everyone keeps yeah. asking me that. I just swear. It's all good. And my mum said, said, so where the fuck do we go from here now, Sean? And what did I say? What did you say? Turn left, mum. Coming out of the car. Oh my oh! God. Did she I slap listened. you again? She pulled over to give me the hiding <laughs> of my life. You deserve that. <laughs> you deserve <laughs> Seriously, that. that was like, oh how many God. years ago? You turn left, mum. That's kind of funny. No, that... It's kind of funny. <laughs> but honestly, serious. you would have deserved the beating you got. Yeah, no, 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 I definitely no? didn't deserve it. No, obviously, I understand my mum's frustration, yeah. Okay, fine. But I was ahead of all my classes, mm-hmm. yeah. Fair enough, in year seven, eight, and nine, it was a bit bad and everything. They're banter years, though, let's be real. Exactly. I'm not saying disrespect your <clears throat> teachers, I'm not saying you can be annoying and rude, but let's be real, year seven to year nine, who takes you seriously? Exactly. In that year? So year 10, I knuckled down, I started having visions, started thinking, yes, I'm going to do this, I was really good at what I was doing. And we went on a school trip. Now, I, I was close to this girl called Marika. Mm-hmm. Nothing attraction, not, just we used to get on. Yeah. yeah. Them days, weed was always in the playground. Yeah, yeah, still is. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it was just like a hippie sort of like vibe, mm-hmm. if you like. Yeah. Okay. So we went on a school, a school trip and she was breaking down, talking about family issues and whatnot. But by this time here, we've already been segregated by... Men's do- boys' dorms and girls' dorms. And whoever's caught in the girls' dorms is going home. Okay. Yeah, did you get it? Yeah. And she was crying. So I, I escorted her back to the dorm. Nothing, no intention, quite innocent, comforting her. And Mr. Atkins came upstairs and he caught me in there and he was like, Sean, pack your bags. Yeah, and I just thought, oh shit, he's bluffing it up. Cool, I'll pack my bags. So I packed my bags, I brought them downstairs and he said, pull it in the car. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going anywhere because I'm not going home to a to a beating from my mum for getting for kicked out guy. for getting kicked out yeah. of, from a trip. Do you understand? So I thought, no, nah, I take chances, so I will stay here. 
yeah. dumb move. Honestly, it was really? stupid. So basically, after that, that was the final straw. They didn't care. Year seven, eight, and nine reports added to that, which was early on in year ten, and then and they just kicked us out. Yeah. So that was the final straw for them. That was the final straw. Yeah. Can I be cheeky and ask what other things? What? Why were you on report? What other things were you getting up to at school? No. Why? Yeah. <laughs> one thing. Just one thing. One more. Really? Come on. I feel ashamed talking feel, about it. No, but this is so important I, I tell to you, talk about. Let me talk in in the second person. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there was sexual activity rife going on in the school. Of course. Do you see what I'm saying? I know what you're I'm saying. I'm talking in year nine, year ten, leaving the lessons to go and meet girls in. Our school was ridiculous in Streatham, okay. South London. So do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought to myself, if I ever had a daughter. Absolutely not. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Because I I've seen stuff I should not have been seeing at yeah. that at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah. It's true, and sometimes at this age now, people are seeing it at even younger age. I know yeah. people were sexually active in my school when you're eight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. This is what I'm saying. So I saw your podcast talking about you know touching and yeah. all them things there. Normal. That was the culture. I know. That was literally that was that was the culture. I know. And unfortunately. You know, it has drastic results in the future because mud sticks. Mm-hmm. And when you got known as that girl, because for us boys, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Unfortunately, exactly. it doesn't yeah. matter. We could have gone through the whole year, mm. yeah, and... You get claps. <laughs> you're the man. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're the man. But if she went through two or three, that's it, forget her. She, you can't even wife you that no more. Yeah, of course. Unfortunately, that's the society we live in. Yeah. Are you still cold? Ah, it's the middle of December, isn't it? Oh, just... December? <laughs> I'm just pretending <laughs> that. Just... It, it, it's, what, what month are we in? February. February. Oh my God, actually, if I was in March then. Um, okay, so something happened. Okay, you've been kicked out of school. What happened for you after? What did you do? What happened for me after? <clears throat> I went to a centre. Mm-hmm. Referral unit, they call it, yeah. Yeah. It was the most diabolical bullshit ever, mm-hmm. basically. Do you what understand? did you do in there? Nothing. They put me in a class with one other guy. Me and him argued. <clears throat> so they, then they put me in a class in my own. Basically, I got kicked out of there. They tried to send me to the army. But coming from an Irish background, when they when they like proposed that to my mum, my mum was like, absolutely not. Because she comes from a Republican side. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So it was like, it's, it's not happening. Okay. Like, cut that out. So went to a college... I just got kicked out of college three times, actually, when I think about it. I got kicked out of Kingston College twice. Mm. And I got kicked out of Putney College doing a carpentry course on the first day. Can you believe what that? on the first day? What did you This is what I'm saying. Pe- people are so petty. Yeah. yeah. There was a deaf guy in the class. And I just said, like, what does something mean? Yeah, which is swearing, obviously. But I wanted to know what it meant. Yeah. Like, I was literally <clears throat> inquisitive, like what it meant from a deaf person who does sign language. Is there any meaning in in it? And the teacher just said, you, get out, that's it. Kicked out. But I guess they were thinking, <clears throat> oh, this guy's been kicked out of here, he's been kicked out of here, so already they probably would have had their eyes yeah, because looking for a reason. Yeah, because they don't look into things, they don't look for the reason. Yeah. Do you understand? There was no tolerance. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? And when you lack tolerance, then in any community, in any form of life, it's a disaster. You need tolerance. Mm. If you haven't got that, then you're just going to have clashes all the time. Mm-hmm. 
unsettlement, you know. Can I ask you something quite mm. personal? Why do you think you found it really hard to concentrate in school? Or why do you think you were thrown out? What was it that was stopping you from being the ideal student? Um, school's like prison. I've been to 12 prisons. It's the same layout. Really? Yeah. It's the same layout. Morning, you line up, you do this, you have your lunch, you have your this, your that, you've got to get to class, you've got to be on time. Everything's formed, literally, it, it's almost the same. Obviously in school there's no junkies, there's no one getting raped, there's no one hanging themselves, or maybe there is actually. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? But it's all about author, or authoritarian control, yeah? You are the slave, we are the masters. You do as you're told. There's no consultation. Do you get it? Mm. There's no, let's come together as a collective. The teacher's always right and you're always wrong. Which is, it's, it's crap. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anyone says. And secondly, what I hated about school was I used to look at things and think, why are you teaching me about dinosaur fossils? <laughs> yeah? No, it's true. Why are you teaching me about Neptune and the furthest away star and mm. how many times they orbit? Yeah. It sounds interesting now, but when I look back, I think, there was a reason I skipped these classes. Yeah. It was just bullshit. You're you... writing up books. There's no interest in it. Mm. it there's, there's, there's nothing. Nobody liked it. Nobody yeah. liked school. Yeah. Now I don't know what it's like now. I mean, now there's still a lot in the, in the curriculum that I would say is not necessary. It really mm. isn't necessary. Like, one thing that really bugged me is when I first started tutoring and I had to do my taxes the first year, I was like, eh? Taxes? Tax, what? Yeah. How? When? Where? And it was like self-assessment, do this, do that. I was like, what? No one in my whole entire, any time I've been in any education, up until uni even, I've never learned about taxes. Yeah, they don't teach never. you the difference between assets and liabilities, um, schemes, how to start a business, where to get funding, how to mm -hmm. research and development onto how to, they teach you nothing in yeah. school. Why is that? I don't know. No, I know why. Because they don't want people to, be the best they can be they literally don't want people to be the best they can be i know people that have gone to the best private schools mm. there's such a big difference yeah. 15 in a class compared to, or, or 12 even compared to 35 in a class with one teacher mm. and maybe a little helper mm. you're not you're not going to get outstanding results yeah. i don't care what if ofsted has to say yeah Ofsted's a joke. do you see what i'm saying yeah it, it doesn't matter ofsted's probably there just to you know, put the prices in the area up. Mm. I mean, there's ways to go around Ofsted and make them think that your school's amazing. So that's yeah. why it's hard to kind of value Ofsted. But <clears throat> the thing is, I always think like, you know, when I was teaching and I had students in my class that weren't listening, weren't engaged, were going to be a bit that annoying. They can't connect for a reason. And I think as teachers, it's really difficult to put the pressure on young people to expect them to be perfect in every class, despite the fact that they probably have things going on at home, things going on in their personal lives, and they expect them to be 100% all the time. And then it, it becomes a battle because you hate school. Yeah. You might have something going on at home. You really struggle to connect with, the, with your teacher in terms of what are you teaching me? How is this going to benefit me? Why am I learning this stuff? And it's just some vicious cycle. And then eventually, I think people do break out in different ways. Yeah, I think the teachers were probably taught different back then. Lack yeah. of consideration. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Now you have a lot of people, external influences. They want to investigate a little bit more. Yeah. They want to know what's going on at home and these things here. And like, I remember my head teacher, when I was just being boisterous and up to no good, mm. the head teacher said to my mum, he just needs a girlfriend. Mm. 
Really? Really. What do you mean he just needs a girlfriend? He just, like, because I was 14 or whatever, he just needs a girlfriend. Like, what, what was the, the girlfriend going to do for Exactly, what's she going to do for me? <laughs> do my homework. Oh, my God. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. seriously. That's weird. Ridiculous. Can I ask you a question? Did you um have anybody influence you at all? So you were boisterous and you were naughty or whatever. Did you have... Would you say that your circle of friends influenced you at all? Or do you think it was all down to you? <sighs> Probably down to my brothers. Because... When we moved from Battersea to Streatham, okay, yeah. So, when we was leaving primary school, all our friends were going to the same schools. Mm. We were going to a complete different area. Didn't know anyone. That's scary for young for a young kid. That's scary. I wouldn't say it was scary. It was exciting, but it was just like, okay, what's going to happen? Yeah, I had a, I had so many fights in school. Mm. I had to lay it down really quickly and establish myself as you know not a victim so to speak and the way to do that is that like how it is for boys do you have to fight well you had to yeah mm. and um and then and then when my younger brother came to school it was just like flipping he didn't stop fighting really like, for god's sake i've already been kicked out these times here but i'm always getting called down there's a fight uh, your brother's getting involved in a fight <laughs> yeah. oh, but no. he was always the one winning so it was just like you know yeah it was crazy honestly so you think that your brothers were you were like egging each other on yeah. Is that what you'd say? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was. Um, but then you get, then you get, you know, they set you into groups in school. They set you yeah. into groups, which I'm not sure that's that's any good because if mm. you look at social forming, yeah, there's a thing called clustering in it. Mm. So if you want, if somebody wants to excel in business, all they've got to really do is hang around with people that are doing well themselves. Yeah. Do you get it? Yeah. You're going to put in one group, everybody that's from the social housing council uh, deprived background into one class. Mm. And you think we're going to progress. Yeah. Who designed that system? Yeah. I agree with you there. I do agree with you. I understand because I know some schools have trials where they put mixed abilities in classes because obviously you learn from each other and it gives you the desire to push and get better. But I do agree with you there when they are kind of put into that class. Let's be real. The teacher probably Set isn't eight. trying. <laughs> Come on, the teacher probably isn't trying, and they know it's going to be a banter session. Yeah. Where is the? Where is the? Literally, I've there? seen I've seen the fights between the student and the teacher. Throwing chairs. Literally, yeah. Yeah. Like you know, like flipping the art teacher, and he was like the coolest art teacher ever. But he just mm. flipped one day, and he said, "I'm not having it from a 15 year old black kid." I'm not joking. That was it. Finished. What happened? The class he was gone. Nah, no, uh, Mr. Shaw, who was next door, he came straight in. He calmed the situation down. But Mr. Bird was he was a cool guy. Everybody it. loved him because he was just that pot smoking art teacher. You know, everybody Hippie. loved it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. He saw you like rolling up. He, what happened? Please tell me what happened that made him lose it. What do you remember? I was in the class. Yeah, yeah. but they were just mocking him. Yeah. And do you know what kids are like? Kids mock, uh, mocking the wrong people. Do, do you know what I mean? You're in a class where you can do what you want. Just draw a bit, draw on a bit of paper. Yeah. Have a banter with your friends, and that's it. Life yeah. is bliss. Mm. But you still got people that are just like you know taking the piss. Yeah. Given the attitude and and whatnot. And it's funny because when I look now, and I look at people where they've come in life. I mean, with no disrespect to people's work life and that, but these people are working in. Screwfix or Tesco, the lowest paid jobs. So there was no real chance for growth from the beginning. Do you understand? From yeah. the root, there was no real chance. Mm-hmm. 
Do you understand? There was no confidence being instilled in us. Yeah. Yeah, we wasn't being taught integrity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There were all these little challenges that come in life. It was non-existent in school. It was turn up, here's your books, how well did you do? Yeah. Well, do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. And what changed then? Because, From mashallah, when? you, you changed. You don't seem boisterous. You're doing well for yourself. You've got your own business. What yeah. changed? What made you think, no, I'm not going to just be content with this life? And what made you want to do something better? Islam. Really? If we're love. Seriously? No- nothing else except Islam. That's mad. I know. Do you really want to talk about that? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to argue with you. No, no. Um, no, that's actually really interesting. So religion helps you want to be better. <clears throat> yeah, definitely. So what? So because it gives yourself necessity, and it? it gives yeah. yourself a goal now. Okay. Like the ultimate goal for a Muslim is what Jannah. Yeah. Yeah, and it gives me a set of guidelines and 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 disciplines that I can try to adhere to. I'm not perfect. Yeah. Nobody is. Yes. Yeah? But at least I've got a foundation now. Yeah. Like this is who I am. You know, after being kicked out of school, you know, being where I've been, doing what I was up to, and then stumbling across Islam. Mm. It wasn't a thing of I wanted to change my life. My life was all about I beef our Malia, partying, making money. Yeah. The odd trial here and there and whatnot. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And just living what most people say was living your best life. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? But it really wasn't. Mm. Do you get it? Because there's so much more to life, isn't there? Oh, trust yeah. me. Living there's so your weekends yeah. and your holidays, there's more exactly. to it. Exactly. There's so much yeah. more to life than, you know, going out partying and doing the same thing, but with different people every week. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm going to have that stuck in my head now. See what you're saying. It's going to be my thing today. Oh, really? <laughs> well, I'm actually really interested. So it's not... I think it's amazing that it's come through religion for you, but what made you, in terms of, like, what could you say to someone, let's say for someone who's not religious, what made you, kind of what discipline do you have that's made you where you are or who you are today? Get married. Getting married? Getting married. So getting a girlfriend was the solution, yeah? No, not getting a girlfriend, <laughs> getting married and having a commitment. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So so now, you know, life's all about growth, isn't it? So you, you know, you, 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 you've got to grow with someone. Yeah. You know what they say, the lone person, you're, you're like a lone sheep. The wolf will get you. Yeah. You'll have your dark thoughts. Mm. You know, you, you, your boredom will get to you as well, mm. which isn't always a bad thing being bored. Yeah. You know, some of the best ideas are from when you're bored, isn't it? Yeah. But literally, if you're on your own, you're going you're gonna to get so used to being on your own that you can't grow with anyone. Mm. And if you're not setting goals for yourself, you're going to stay stagnant. You're not going to flow like the water. Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> How do you achieve that though? Because my point is, is like for any young person that's listening to this who's maybe from a social housing background, not great home life, doesn't feel like he's or she's being helped by the education system, makes them feel stupid, makes them think they don't have a future. What would you say to make them understand or make them want to make better choices? What would your advice be? Better choices? Yeah. I think everything in life is about your decisions. Hmm. You know and I know, yeah, you decided to get up today and come here and put that work in mm. for a podcast. That was your decision. Yeah. Because you've got a goal, yeah? So if you've got a goal, you need to you need to put your plan in action. Yeah, it, it, it's that simple. Don't be afraid to seek advice. Yeah. And seek help from your, from your elders or from other people in the field, your peers. Mm. Like, you can't do it on your own. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to think of one person who's, 
done it on his own. If you look at uh, the money team, money Floyd Floyd Mayweather, yeah, one of the richest in sport, if not, yeah. Yeah, remind me who that one is. That one that sings. Sings. No, wait, wait. Oh no, hold on. Don't what on his me. way into the boxing match? He's singing. <laughs> Which no, Floyd? no, no. Hold on, remind me. Give Floyd me. Mayweather, the one that had a fight with Conor McGregor, um, the one that beat Pacquiao. Not the one with He's the undefeated. No, the black guy, short black guy from America. Um, very flamboyant. Floyd Mayweather, yeah, that geezer. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, him. Yeah. So he's got a team behind him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it will look like it's all his work, but he couldn't be there without his marketing. He couldn't be there without his training, his yeah. partners, his sparring. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Even Bill Gates, whoever, they've had to have consultations and people putting in work in different sectors. Yeah. Yeah. For them to have outstanding results so if you think you can do it on your own it's bullshit go and get some help get a network of friends cluster with other people network and just keep it going yeah i mean any field even in crime for example you're not promoting it or anything yeah i'm just saying that when people go to prison yeah you think it's a punishment that's a networking hub Mm. do you understand you could go in there or somebody selling for example a kilo of weed a month next thing you're, you've come out somebody's assigning you five kilos of coke a month mm. do you see what i'm saying just through networking mm. yeah you're mm. probably going to edit that bit out um, joe i'm going to leave it but i'm going to tell people don't yeah obviously don't do that. i mean that that is a wrong choice <laughs> yeah that is definitely a wrong choice yeah yeah these are choices that are going to bring nothing but a temporary sort of delusion if you like yeah yeah that you're doing well you've got money it's so easy to come by mm. yeah and then next thing you know you've been slapped down never mind the tax man the yeah. government's just taken everything you've owned yeah they've traced it back seven years or however many years yeah you've got yourself a money laundering um proceeds of crime act um uh, um charge and that's it you're finished yeah you see what i mean so it only lasts so long and that's another thing i tell these youngsters out here show me somebody over the age of 40 yeah that's been on the streets so long and that they're doing so well. Yeah. You can only do it if you're if you're um doing legitimate business. So you have to concentrate on a legitimate lifestyle. Yeah. You can't mix the two. And what you find, yeah, Dina, and I'm not joking, is that you find when people find their niche, yeah, in that legitimate lifestyle, they can't get they get rid of the road life as soon as they can. Yeah. They think what kind of bullshit was I mixed up in for so long when I could have just been doing this making more money better money I don't have to worry about flipping ops coming through my door and do you see what I mean taking everything I don't have to worry about the only person we've got to worry about is the tax man he's the real pagan (laughs) do you see what I mean he's the one that seriously he gives everyone a hard time yeah I I like that actually a lot what you just said and because I've always been told it's not about your circumstances is what you're made of. Yeah. Um, in, in a sense, I believe that that's true, but I do believe all of us start at different points and it, yeah. it's like some have to work harder to get there. How do you get that motivation to keep going if everything around you feels like it's fallen apart? How do you keep that motivation? Yeah. Well, you look at your circumstances. For example, I know where I'm from. Yeah. I'm from Doddington, Battersea. And people say to me, I should never forget your roots. I'm thinking... <laughs> The opposite will lie. I want to forget those roots. Yeah. I remember the needles in the playground. I remember the piss in the, the lift. I remember the neighbours. I remember the crackheads. I remember all the junkies and the alcoholics under the tree outside the shops. 
I don't want to remember that part of my life. Forget it. I know where I'm from is good enough for me. Yeah. I don't want that for my kids. Yeah. I would never ever want that for anyone really because to be honest with you, it wasn't a good standard of life. Yeah. It was literally a trap. Now, my friends just opened up a, a, a vegan spot, yeah, on Doddington. Yeah. Because right now, it's changed. Mm. It's literally a divide, rich and poor. Since Maggie Thatcher, whatever her name is, yeah. gave the right to buy for the council housing and whatnot, in Battersea, it's booming. Okay. So you still got that divide straight down the middle. You've got the rich and you've got the poor. Yeah. Half of them are sold and the poor are still here. Yeah. Mm. Unfortunately, this is how it is. And I thought, what are you doing here? And I go back there and there's still the same people, the same circumstances, yeah, in the trap. Literally not doing anything with their lives. I mean, you could tell them, you know, to paint now, paint your house or change the taps. It's not mine, it's a council house. You've got a lifetime tenancy. Mm. For God's sake, it's yours. Yeah. Like, fix it up. What's wrong with you? You've got flipping Balenciaga shoes on your feet, yeah, or whatever. And you've got £10 taps and some shit wallpaper. Like, what are you doing, like? Yeah. Do you see what I mean? I Honestly, it's Where just crazy. Where's your priorities? You're yeah. showing up for you. But when you go indoors, you've got the most bog standard. You know, I'm from social housing. Don't get it twisted. And my mum still lives in social housing. But if you go into my mum's house, mm. you would never think it was. Yeah. Because she looks after it, takes care of it, has a bit of pride in it. Yeah. So I think it might stem from <clears throat> not instilling confidence in people from a young age, yeah? Mm. Or letting them know their worth. Do you see what I'm saying? It's so important to let people know their worth. I swear to God, the only reason I made this podcast is to let people know their yeah. worth. The amount of young people that I've spoken to and worked with through my life, and I can literally see, they can't even look me in the eye when they talk about themselves yeah. because they don't know their worth. They think that their worth is their grades. Yeah. Not who they are, not their kindness, not their potential. And that is one thing I'm so big on, just knowing your worth. Yeah, you got to know, yeah, exactly, 100%, I agree. No, you have you, you, you must know your worth. And your worth is however much you value, you, you have to value yourself. Yeah. And if it has to be taught to you, then so be it. But it will, you will realise that, you know, you're of service to somebody one way, shape or another. Whether yeah. it be your mum, your brother, your friends or something, you're serving somebody. Yeah, if you want good for them, if you're just an absolute bastard and you couldn't care less, mm. and you're all about yourself, a narcissist, for example, yeah, I can't speak on behalf of you. Do you yeah. see what I mean? But if you're somebody that's willing to help people, there for your friends, you know, to cheer them up or whatever, shoulder to cry on anything, then you've got more worth than you know. Do you see what I'm saying? If you bring a smile to somebody's face and help them. You know what a friend said to me the other day? Yeah, I was I was having a little bit of a down day, yeah. Yeah. And my, and he goes to me, "You're a hero, you know." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "But if you don't believe me, ask your sons." I felt that. Do you know what I mean? I felt, I that. felt that. And you know what? I actually been asking my kids. I said to them, "Who's your hero?" And they're like, "You, daddy." I'm Aww. like, "Oh." What did they want? They didn't want anything. <laughs> what are you doing? They wanted a hug and a kiss. Aww. What are you talking about? Yeah, so you know knowing your worth is is definitely important but life is up and down of course that's what i'm saying it can be horrible and it can feel like you're never going to get out of it yeah. but it's this it's your choice to know that okay i failed at this i'm not going to fail at that i'm yeah. going to find something else i'm good perseverance at. yeah that for me for example yeah um <clears throat> don't want to bang on about it too much no, but go ahead. i lived a life where all my money was from illegal earnings yeah you can figure that out, yeah? yeah. Whatever it was, I was I was getting money from it, and I was good at it. 
Do you see what I mean? I was so good at it. I was investing in Turkey. Mm. I was putting money in certain places. And and I, and I thought, wow, this is great. When I went to prison, finally, I just looked at it like this is an occupational hazard. Mm. I, I'll, I'll still make money inside. And when I come out, I'm going to make more money. And actually, I've met this one, that one, and that one. So now my network's network. growing. Yeah. I thought I was Scarface. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I thought, yeah. I thought yes. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were, was it Juan, I can't say his name, Juan Pablo Escobar? Honestly, no, they, these were our inspirations, which yeah. are the wrong inspirations to have. Yeah. But I remember when I watched Scarface, have you seen that film? No, I haven't. I've Do seen you know? the iconic scene where he's in the bathroom, his carpeted bathroom, and he shoots everyone. Who put this thing together? Me! That's who! <laughs> exactly. Well, like, I, honestly, I used to was just that think, you? that was me, honestly, I watched, <laughs> when I first watched that as a young teen, I put the video straight back on again. Really? I watched it twice. And I thought, yeah. That's me. That's me. I can do that. Okay. If this little Cuban that came on a boat to a land, yeah, where he's not even welcome can do it, I can do it. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You chose to do that. It wasn't... It came organically. Okay. Yeah, it came organically. I'll tell you how it came organically, yeah? Sets of friends. Let's move on to sets of friends. Your circle and that, yeah? Yeah. So... In Streatham, at a young age, it's hard to tell who's really from the social housing, more deprived backgrounds. Okay. Yeah, because it's all houses. Mm. It's not like going on to Doddit in the state where <laughs> we're all in the same block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So people can blend through a little bit, a bit better, yeah? Mm. And I remember I used to be at the park. <clears throat> These days, astaghfirullah I used to smoke weed. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> everyone's gonna know. I'm not how honest you're being. Anyway, continue. Past life. Yeah, exactly. That was like many years ago, yeah. And I remember sitting in the park. I didn't have money back then. Yeah. Yeah. I literally didn't have any money back then. And all these guys, they used to share the spliff. You know when they share the spliff? And they used to reach each other. That's what it was called back then. Mm. Uh, reach me or, or twos me or something, yeah. yeah? I've heard twos me. Yeah. Okay, so you part they're passing and I used to think I feel like a little bit of a cat, like, what, what nobody's going to pass it to me. Mm. Alright, fuck them, watch. That's what I used to think, yeah? Uh, not in a hating way, but I used to think, you lot are all coming from, like, money backgrounds. You've got, you got mums and dads. Mm. I come from a single home, yeah? yeah? You've all got your mums and dads looking after you. You've got your mopeds. You ain't got jobs. Your mummy and daddy are buying you all this shit. Yeah. That, they can even afford your weed habit. Mm. Do you understand? Yeah. I'm talking back in the day when an ounce was 120. Yeah, okay. 110, yeah. That means up. nothing to me. But carry on. Anyway, it was cheaper. Yeah, yeah it was a lot cheaper, yeah. Inflation, <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah. But, and I, I remember it was it was my birthday and I got a £20 in the card, yeah. And there was a girl in the area and she was known as a bit of a money girl. Mm. What's a money girl? Like, <clears throat> she always had money. Like, oh, okay. She, she was a girl that was always wearing the best clothes. Okay. You could go to a borrow a tenor and all that, yeah. Yeah. So I had £20 from my birthday card or something, yeah? And then I said to her, oh, lend me £50. I need £50 to get half an ounce. Mm. Half an ounce of green, yeah? <laughs> and from there, that's when it started. All, all all my pretend friends that wasn't reaching me, now they're coming to me for it. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it started like that. That's how it started. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it just progressed on to that, on to that, on to that. And then all the way to money laundering, firearms charges and trials at the Bailey. Uh, Kingston Crown, Guildford, and then prison life, and then after all of that, at the end of all of it, found Islam. Made a change. Made a change. 
Do you see what I'm saying? Other than that, it was curtains. Couldn't give monkeys about anyone. Yeah. Selfish lifestyle. What's your advice to young people that are, as I said, not connected with school, feel like they've got no future, maybe in the wrong crowds? What's your advice, Sean? You probably are in the wrong crowd. If you feel like you're in the wrong crowd, yeah, you're probably in the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. If if you if you feel if you're on if you're honest with yourself, see the first thing is you have to be honest with yourself and have clarity. And what I mean by that is knowing who you are, knowing what you want. It's hard because even at this age, yeah. do we really know what we want? But do you want to be like these people? Like I say to my son all the time, and I always grill him and question him, who's the cool guys in? Because the cool guys in school, mm. for me back then, were always the idiots. Yeah. Why is it like that? I don't know. But it was always the ones that had that had the most weed and got up to the most bands, got told off the most. They were cool. Yeah. H- how did this perception ever come about? Yeah. Yeah. So my advice is speak to these guys that you're looking up to. Mm. I'll ask them about their older brothers or their older cousins and see where they are. Listen to their prison stories. Yeah. And just think to yourself, do you want, is that where you want to go? Mm. You see what I mean? See, my aim, Dean, is I want to, I'm visiting a guy on Sunday in Gartree up mm. in Leicestershire. He's doing life in prison. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to take some of these youngsters. Come along. Let me show you what, what these real bad boys have got mm. to say from behind bars. Do you see what I'm saying? Trust me, they've broken down to me on, 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 on the phone. Yeah. Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know one road. <laughs> People are scared of him. They don't even want him around their circles. He stabbed his friend in the neck. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like just walking around, they've had a, had a dispute or something uh, months ago and he was plotting and planning when the right time was to, to, to finish him. And yeah, now he's doing life. Mm. Do you see what I mean? It's crazy. Yeah. And there's many people like that. And there's a lot of people out there as well that are out now that are doing good for the community. Do you see what I mean? I know some some brothers that I've done like 10 years behind the door and now they've come out and all they want to do is help. And that's help their these choice. Youngsters. That's their choice. Nobody's forcing them to yeah. do it. Yeah, because they've seen, we didn't have no guidance growing up. Mm. I didn't have anybody telling me, do this, do that. You know, where, where do you see yourself in five years? Or, 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 or giving me some kind of plan for a career. Do you see what I'm saying? That's the truth. There was, there was none of that. The streets. When I got kicked out of school, that was it, I was 14. So all my friends started being the oldest in the area because they were the only ones that were flexible enough for my social life at 14. Do you see it? Yeah. So I'm hanging around them. I'm picking up their habits, this, that, the other. Next thing you know, I'm becoming known in the area, for example. Yeah. And then it it just progresses. You're you're networking amongst the wrong people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the advice what you're asking is how can you differentiate what's good company and what's bad company? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, because in schools, I've seen it on the streets in Mitcham, like, girls getting grabbed up and I'm thinking... <sighs> I know. If I ever saw somebody doing that to me... If I ever saw my son doing that... What would you do? I would, well, I, I would do what my mum done to my brother in the middle of Doddington when he was a kid. Pull down his trousers, have his dinkle showing and slap his bum. <laughs> Seriously, I'm proud that you'd say that because I don't think enough parents are teaching their sons. It's more like, girls, if a boy does this, you need to do this. Well, how about mum's dads tell your sons to stop treating girls like that? If my son was here now and I said, 
<laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Do you like any girls in your school? He'd be like, no, dad. What are girls? <laughs> no, no, no. What no, are no, they? No, no. <laughs> no, he'd be like, no, dad, I don't. I'd be like, yeah, come on, there must be one girl. Because I do this. I yeah. literally do this. Do you know what I mean? Because I went to school. Duh. Yeah. Doi. Doi. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I went to school, bruv. I, I, I know how it goes. Yeah. You're in year nine now. Yeah. And he's quite a big lad and his voice is breaking. So I oh. know what's going on. <laughs> I know exactly what's going on. What so, did he say? No, dad. No, dad. It's, it's haram, dad. Oh, what a good boy! <laughs> but it's like, bro, Liar. don't bullshit me. Do you know what I mean? Like, don't tell me it's alright. But yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I say to him, like, like, no, come on, which one is it? No, no, I don't, don't. none of them, dad. So I'm like, alright, cool. See how long that lasts, because college know. is just around the corner. Yeah. And then that's where it's all gonna be. That's where you really kind of make or break in it, because when I've you start seen. Who you are. I have literally seen in that in our community. Yeah. Mm pious brothers they've got the phobe on for example they're always in the masjid they're going to all the lessons as soon as they hit college that's it they get lit the interaction with oh wow why are you girls all tarting up yourself to come to learn anyway isn't it like high heels short skirts of course you're going to cause attention of course there's going to be a, a distraction of course i'm not going to get into this get to the part <laughs> no. of the get to your point <laughs> He's just trying to, he's trying to provoke me and it's not going to happen. I'm not even trying to no, provoke I know. you. Okay, move on. So your like, point the, is... It's it, both sides, isn't it? Like, but what... Think about it. You're yeah, going to learn. Yeah, but really... You're in, like, 16 what, years old. Yeah, I know. I get that. But like, the, what, what are you trying to say about girls tightening themselves up? Yeah. What's your point? What I'm saying, what was going on in Kingston College when I was there? Yeah. What's your point? <sighs> oh my days. Really? Honestly, if, 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 if these things weren't happening... We might have a lot more engineers. Mm. We might have a lot more doctors. So it's the girls' fault. No, the... I didn't say so that. No, I'm don't. Asking, I'm no, trying no, to, no, I'm no. Trying to Dina, ask. don't so try to put words into my mouth. I'm asking a question. So what your point is, the boys were too distracted. They made a choice. Yeah. They were too distracted to yeah. qualify because of the girls. No, What's your point? no, because of their own weaknesses. Okay, fine. Yeah, so the boys... You saved yourself, Sean. Of course I did, yeah. <laughs> so on. the boys, they've got their own weakness. Yeah. Yeah, they've got mm-hmm. their own weakness. Yeah. And the girls, they've got their own weakness. They want the yeah. attention, they want this, they want to look great for, for the attention. And the okay. boys are hungry first. Yeah, oh my day, she's hot. Let me move to her. I've okay. seen it up in college as well. Come yeah. on. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? So this in itself, yeah, it creates a void, basically. Okay. I, I, what I mean by void is the concentration of the education is gone now. It becomes a social hub. But that's by choice. I I honestly believe that's yeah, choice course. because obviously there was there's people in sixth form and college that go to learn and obviously you're going to have a social life and some people completely dedicated to a social life. That's choices. And that's the whole point is like understanding that every decision or choice you make has a consequence. So if you're making those decisions and you fail, then just make a new choice and make you. a better decision and learn from it. So Bounce f- back. Yeah, of course. But at that young age, we're still growing. Of course we are. Even now so, we're still growing. Exactly, of course. Yeah. So do you, do you believe prevention is better than the cure? Oh, here we go. <laughs> anyway, guys. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying, but rein it back to what the whole point of the podcast is, is basically speaking out to those young people, as I said, that feel like they haven't got a future. 
school's not doing it for them you've given so much amazing advice and it's literally just to say to young people that it's going to be okay if you really want my honest opinion yeah wallahi you don't need school okay yeah, I know you're going to, no, as no, a teacher. Okay, what do you need? Because you, you you're need? not saying doss around <clears throat> and do nothing. No, of course not. Because there's a definitely, difference. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We've no, had no, this no. conversation yeah? before. I, I, I don't believe you need to be turning up every day. I think you need to find out, have a good word with yourself and find out what it is you want to do. And pursue that because you can get into university, for example, yeah. without going college, yeah. without going school. Yeah. yeah. There is a backdoor way in. Of course there is. There's, I know children that are being homeschooled. Yeah. And if you ever, if you ever, if you ever had to to meet them, like one of them's got a passion for aeroplanes, yeah. So his dad teaches him and everything, and lets him learn about aeroplanes every single day, from the mechanics to the design, the aerodynamics. He's at, and he's only what thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? That's amazing. It's so he's doing what he wants, yeah. yeah, and he's learning, and he's more brighter. His manners are all, you know, more well grounded and everything. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think keeping kids close to the home network mm-hmm. yeah, is the best way. But, so back to the advice. Yeah, no, go ahead. That's still, yeah. adv- that's still, still an yeah, opinion. So back still to the valid. advice is, you don't really need school, although it, it is a tool that you can use. If you're somebody that was like me, that school is just like a joke. Do you understand? Yes, I'm smart. I'm ahead of my classes. Yeah. But I'm always disrupting others. It's a bit selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Because not everybody's got the same... Uh, level of concentration like me yeah one consistency throughout my life Dina mm. lacks concentration mm. lacks concentration Le- f- throughout my primary school secondary school college boxing everything that I've ever done lacks concentration yeah do you see what I'm saying but when I find something that I like I fixate on it do you see what I'm saying so it's about exploring yourself yeah yeah finding out what it is you really really want to do yeah execute it just go for it because you literally can do it there's nothing there's no difference between me and anybody else 100 percent. do you understand i agree and i look at it like if i can do it you can do it yeah do you want to do it see we have this debate before yeah Yeah. where people talk about oh he's talented no he's not i don't believe in talent Mm -hmm. i believe he's passionate yeah you understand? And he's working he wants or to she's do working. It. Do you understand? Like, yeah. like, um, what's that basketball player? Uh, uh, Kobe um, Bryant. Kobe Bryant, yeah? He was at it every single day. He loved basketball. He lived it. Yeah. Breathed it. Everything. Do you understand? He yeah. just, that was his, that was his forte. Mm. That's why I became the greatest of it. Mm. Just the same with boxers. Same with software um, uh, uh, developers. Do you understand? And that's the thing. If you're not good at school, it doesn't mean you're not going to be good in life. Exactly. It means you need to explore what works for you. Sure enough. A hundred percent. So whatever it is, I, I, the guy that developed my website, yeah? Yeah. He's actually a doctor in medicine. Imagine. But he left that mm. because he thought, I don't want a, I don't want a career. I'm not saying it's a bad career by any means necessary, necessarily. Yeah. yeah. It's a great career to have, yeah? But he said, I don't want my, the next 50 years of my career dictated to me. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. So he went into software and development and everything. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So just thought I'd just uh, touch on it. Lots of advice I could give. You gave loads throughout. Oh, really? You <laughs> did. No, honestly, you did. I actually really appreciate you sharing as well, like about your past life and stuff that I really appreciate you doing that. Now, that's cool. Not honestly, but it is clustering your friends and, uh, and literally just doing what you want to do mm. and using whatever it is you can, yeah, to make that happen. And the truth is, it can happen. 
if you want it to happen. If you want it to happen, if you want it to happen, it will happen. Yeah, there's no ifs and buts about it. Mm -hmm. Of course you're going to fail. You can fail your way all the way to success. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? You literally can fail your way all the way to the top. Keep on trying, knock down, keep on trying, knock down, keep on trying, knock down. Like yesterday, for example, I had a luxury contractor Mm. reach out to me to come and see one of our jobs, yeah? Yeah. And it was a risk because I knew this job was cheap stuff. It was cheap, but it it wasn't great. I've got two more to show her next week. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, I'm taking the risk here. Just see what she says so I can get her feedback. Mm. Yeah. And it wasn't up to par. It knocked my confidence down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I, she knows the reason. I know the reason. It was cheap stuff. It was, you know, not not, not the greatest stuff going in there. Yeah. So next week, I know I'll be passing. Resilience. Resilience. Resilience is That's important. It. That's it. Don't get, don't get too emotionally attached. Yeah. You know, when you get be too resilient. emotionally attached, you have to separate your emotions from your feelings. And you can control your feelings. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's an art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can control your feelings away from your emotions. Think about it. I'll tell you a prime example. When I'm going into one of my jiu-jitsu competitions, yeah, and you get all these, let's call it dragonflies. Yeah. Don't want little butterflies. I've got dragonflies, Ooh, yeah. So much, so many <laughs> dragonflies. Go on. Swarming around, like just getting ready to attack. Yeah. I'm there telling myself before I get on the mat, this is me. I'm going to smash. Yeah. I'm getting this. Positive talking yeah? to yourself. So yeah. I'm giving myself the affirmation. I might not. I have lost before. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also have won gold medals. And all, all right, all right. Fast forward, But do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's a thing of like, <clears throat> it's a thing of like, you have to give yourself affirmations. And if you look, yeah, I've, I, I'm reading a book from Brendan Burchard at the moment. Yeah. It's yeah. called High Performance Habits. Mm. And he's done extensive research. Yeah. On, on, on the highest performing people in in their careers, like CEOs, Titans, top athletes, even, um, what's that basketball player's name again? Kobe. Oh, God what's bless. What's wrong with you? God bless him. Kobe Bright, <laughs> he even worked with him as well. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, they always give themselves affirmation. Yeah. And even like, if you look at Muhammad Ali. Yeah. He used to give himself a necessity by saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And it raised necessity. So he had to up his game he had to bring his a game all the time yeah yeah otherwise he's gonna make himself look stupid yeah and nobody wants that exactly positive so, yeah. affirmation i'm up i'm all for that definitely. yeah you have to give yourself affirmations thank you so much for sharing no that's fine thank you so much for all this solid advice i can't wait to um, edit out <laughs> some of your stuff i'm joking I'm not gonna oh edit my, i bet you do <laughs> i promise you i'm not gonna edit anything out honestly i actually loved having you sean thank you so much nice. And Pleasure. guys, just remember, there's a saying that someone said to me ages ago and it just sticks with me all the time. The same water that hardens the egg softens the potato. It's about what you're made of, yeah. not your circumstances. Boom! <laughs>